0: Good morning. I'm Erica Allen. I'm one of the pastors of Horizon Church. I just want to say thank you so much for joining us this morning for the first message in our series, The Heart of Worship. We've spent a lot of months worshiping God this way, at home, through electronic means, digital media, Um, and so we thank you for that. I just wanna go ahead and tell you, we have the opportunity on November 29th at 10 a.m. to meet together in person. We're gonna continue offering Horizon at Home, um, this experience for you all to continue worshiping at home, but we are also gonna offer an in-person, outdoor, and socially distanced option starting November 29th at 10 a.m. I hope you'll go ahead and mark your calendars to join us. But this season I've been asking God, right? My heart feels a little out of rhythm. It feels like my actual heart is just not beating right. Like my chest is tight. I can feel my heartbeat in my chest. I feel sort of anxious. And stressed a lot of the time lately. And so my question to God, I'm sure I'm the only person who feels that way these days. So my question to God has been like, God, what can you do to my heart? And I've really been drawn to just this, this sense that God says, what you worship matters. Erica, it matters that every Sunday at 10 a.m. or 8 a.m. or every Monday on the way to work, that you've taken an opportunity to stop what you're doing and to listen to God's message, to worship. Like It actually changes your heart. It actually changes the way your heart beats. And I've been asking God, I've, I've been saying, like God, how can my heart beat wildly and feel alive again? How can we begin to form a heart like that? And I, I've been reminded of those times where my heart has beat wildly and excitedly. The, the first time I, I saw Chris Allen, I can remember how my heart felt. Maybe some of you feel that same way. Maybe the first time you, you met or saw your child, maybe your heart felt that way. Maybe like me, you went to the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill, you sat in the Dean Dome and you watched your Tar Heels beat the Blue Devils in the last night that you were a student in the stands and your heart beat wildly in love for a team that you loved. You watched Tyler Hansbrough dunk on Duke and your heart wildly fell in love. I can remember a time that my heart wildly fell in love. We were at the University of Florida. I went to my first football game ever there to see the Gators play. And I remember standing in the stands and watched the the Gator band form this, like, you know, this line and I watched the gators come out of the tunnel, I watched Tim Tebow run out and I remember on the big screen there's a gator and it's like, and you know, the gator's like coming after you and I, it still sends cold chills on me. It was such a magical moment as everyone in the stands is like chomping and exciting because there's a moment where you realize you're part of something that's so much bigger than yourselves. And I have said, God, I want my heart to feel like that for you. And I'm reminded that we aren't the first people who've walked through hard seasons in life. In fact, one of my favorite pastors right now to be following is a guy named Paul. He was a pastor over 2,000 years ago in a world that was confused, a world that didn't know the next step to take, a world that was saying, hey, we know about this Jesus who walked the very streets that we are walking, who healed people who were broken and sad and didn't know what was next. We want our hearts to be wildly for that Jesus and we want that Jesus to use us to shine light and ignite change in the world. They said this to Paul, but they're like, it's it's so hard to do that right now. We want our hearts to be wildly for Jesus. We want our hearts to feel alive, alive and free again, but we don't know how to do that. And this is what Paul tells them in, in Colossians Chapter 1, verse 16, he says, For in him all things were created. Through Jesus, all things, through God, all things were created. We, we worship the creator of all things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities. All things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. If you feel like your world is falling apart right now, in him all things hold together. And then in, in Corinthians, he writes to the Corinthians who are also like, Paul, we don't know what to do. We just want to love Jesus. We want our hearts to be wildly and free again. And he says this in 1 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 5. He says, For even if there are so-called gods, even if there are all these like other gods, whether in heaven or on earth, as indeed there are many gods and many lords, there are many things you can worship, yet for us there is but one God the Father from whom all things came and for whom we live. And there is but one Lord, Jesus Christ, through whom all things came and through whom we live. And this is what I realized Paul was telling the people of Colossians and the people of Corinthians. He was saying, you have a choice. As a human, you have a choice. God created you and he gave you free will, and you have a choice. You can worship all of these other things in the world. You can worship your job. You can worship your money. You can worship your house. You can worship the next thing that's coming at you. You can worship all of these things. Or you can worship Jesus, who created all things and holds all things together. So you can choose, you can choose, you can continue to worship these things. What's coming next? We can worship security and stability. I've done it in this last nine months. All I've wanted is for something to be secure and stable and okay. And I have chased it with everything I have. And that's why my heart feels like I'm exhausted, right? That's why I'm winded and out of breath right now because I have chased that with everything I'm worth and it's not giving me freedom and life. God says you can chase those things. You have that freedom to do that, or you can chase Jesus who will give you life, who will free you up. This morning, you have a choice. You can worship everything else in the world, or you can worship Jesus. And this is what I feel like God said to me this week. Erica, when you worship Jesus, your heart is formed in a way that helps you realize you are part of something bigger than yourselves. Jesus did something for us that we could never do for ourselves. Jesus freed us up and forgave us and showed us how to live a life that was free. Or, You have the choice for your heart to be formed by by the next greatest job or fame or notoriety or all of those things. You have that choice. Your heart can be formed by Jesus or your heart can be formed by everything else. And this is what happens. Your heart's going to wind up chasing things, chasing things like crazy. You're going to continue to want the next thing, the next job, the next, the next, the next, the next, the next. Your heart will always be worried about the next thing, but with Jesus, your heart can stay right where it is and recognize what it is God's doing. Now, some of you may say, Erica, that sounds kind of boring. I'm here to tell you, I loved the the University of North Carolina Chapel Hill Tar Heels. I loved them. My heart still, right now, in this moment, beats wildly in love with them. But it became about winning the next game, right? It became about the national championship and being on Franklin Street and going crazy. And if we couldn't have that experience, then my Tar Heels weren't good enough. But worshiping Jesus gives our heart that same kind of thrill and joy and happiness. But it's not always got to be about the next win or the next thing in life. If you are tired of chasing, if you are tired of being out of breath, if you are tired of your heart beating like it's been beating lately, if you are ready for it to be wildly and freely, worship Jesus If you want it to continue to chase the next thing, then worship everything else. There are many gods, there are many lords, there are many things, but if you want life and freedom, worship God, the one God, that's what Paul tells the Corinthians, that's what Paul tells the Colossians. Worship the one who created all of these things invisible and visible. And if you want your heart to start beating for our community, worship Jesus. Because when we're worshiping everything else, it doesn't remind us that we are part of something that is so much bigger than ourselves. We get all hung up on the next job, the next car, the next boat, the next, the next, the next, the next, the next. But when we worship Jesus, we get caught up on on the living wildly the purpose that he has for us. We are knit together by God and for God and for God's good purposes on the world. There's a reason why making a peanut butter and jelly sandwiches changes your night. It's because we were created to, to have hearts that, that beat wildly in love for, for accomplishing God's good and great purposes in the world. If you want your heart to beat wildly and freely for a community, For something bigger than yourselves, worship Jesus who is going to to turn your heart into caring deeply and passionately about people who are broken and hurting and wounded and living in darkness. Jesus is going to give you a heart that cares about that and and Jesus is going to show your heart its deep purposes for accomplishing those things through him. Or you can continue to fight and chase everything else. You have a choice this morning. I have a choice this morning. Do I want to worship everything else? Or do I want to worship Jesus who gives me freedom? Maybe some of you have spent a lot of your life worshiping everything else and you're ready to get that piece up and give your life to worshiping Jesus. You want to spend your Monday morning praying before you go to work not figuring out how you can get ahead. You want to spend your Friday night loving and serving someone in in the community, not figuring out how you can get more work done or, or buy something new that might fill that void in your heart. You are ready to worship Jesus. The next glass of wine, the next whatever else things that you may be addicted to, they're not going to meet your needs. They're not. Worshiping Jesus is going to form your heart to feel free and alive again. And you have a choice this morning. God's given us a choice. Do we want hearts that worship God or do we want hearts that worship everything else? If this is your first time saying, yes, I'm ready to worship Jesus, then I'm going to pray in just a moment. I'm going to pray especially for you. If this is the first time in years that you've said, you know what, I've I've walked this game, I've pretended to worship Jesus, but I've not really given everything over to him, and I'm ready for that, I'm going to pray for you too. And if you're like, Pastor Erica, I'm just just not quite ready to worship Jesus yet with my whole heart, I'm not sure I'm ready for that, I'm going to pray for you too, because I think Jesus is ready to give you a life to live that's free and alive. This morning, this week, I want you to ask yourself, I want you to examine your heart. 2020, right, let's have 2020 vision. Let's really look at our hearts and our lives. What is it that you are worshiping? How do you spend your day? Think about that, talk about that. And if you are ready to worship Jesus, I want, I want us all to pray together right now. God, I lift up to you right now every person who's worshiped everything else but you this week. We're sorry that we do that. We're sorry that sometimes it's so much easier for us, the way that you wired us, it, 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 it is easier for us to worship everything else and not worship you who created us for you. And so we pray right now, God, we give you our hearts and our lives. Turn us into people who worship you. Give us freedom and life for doing that. And God, we pray this, We pray this right now for every person who's maybe praying this prayer for the first time or for somebody who's praying it for the first time in a long time. And for those of us who are just praying right now with us, we ask you, God, to use us to be people whose hearts are formed to worship you in our community. Use us for your good purposes in everything we do, every step we take, every breath we breathe use us for your good purposes. May our worship not be about the few minutes we sit right in front of a a screen or, or listen to this message this morning, God, but may it be, may it be about walking step by step with you in everything that we do. May our hearts worship you this week. Use us, God, to shine your light and ignite your change. Amen the very end today, you'll have some discussion questions that you can discuss with your family or with some friends. Share um, today's message and, and take some time to, sh- to to read over and discuss those discussion questions with somebody in your life. I love you. Shine light and ignite change this week.